to my podcast, Soul Expansion and Inspiration. This is episode two, series two, episode 16, and my name is Ali Oche. Today, I would like to give a very, very warm welcome to Elisa Midhus. Um, Elisa, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Not too warm a welcome. I'm just outside watering my plants. It's hot out there, Texas. That's what I love about you. I love your sense of humor. You always make me laugh. Oh, you too. Oh, so um, you are a physician, a blogger, an inspirational speaker on YouTube, and you bring awareness uh, about spirituality to the masses. And to myself as well, because I'm, I'm part of the learning process too. Yeah. So you had a son called Eric, who unfortunately committed suicide um, through a gunshot wound to the head. Mm. Um, was that about seven years ago? Am I correct in saying that? Uh, yes. No, uh, nine years ago. Nine years ago. I'm like not yesterday. sure where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so. Mm. Yeah, but um, as a physician, you were influenced, you say, by science, which implies that nothing exists unless it is perceived by the senses or measurable by an instrument, which makes total sense. That's right. You were brought up by your parents who were militant atheists, you call them. Yes, um, but I, I was not an atheist. Yeah. I have a, a little God, do you really exist story when I was five years old, but. You have a witch? A little God story when I was five, I was laying in bed after my parents beat us all. And, uh, but there was some good that came out of that. Yeah. Uh, and um, I said, God, I'm just going to give you one more chance to prove that you're true. If you don't give me a sign, then you're dead to me. I didn't say dead to me, but whatever. So, uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm an agnostic. That's what I'm, I was an agnostic. Yeah. Yeah. And you basically, you, you got a phone call, didn't you, from your father who really did not believe in God, did not believe in the afterlife, did not believe any such thing. And he had seen Eric after yeah, Eric had I, yeah. passed over uh, and called yeah. you saying, I don't know what to think. So what happened from there, um, Elisa? Well, th that was really pivotal. I mean, that propelled me on my journey because this is a guy who was a very nasty man, a, not only a, an atheist, but a very nasty man. And his first words to me when I told him crying, sobbing, screaming that Eric was dead, he goes, sorry, Elisa, Eric's going to turn to dust. So I know that when he called me in a panic saying, I'm so startled, I don't know what to believe. I knew it wasn't to give me hope. I knew that he really saw Eric. And so that's when I started to just research everything I could, or at least could understand all the quantum physics books, the, you know, studies on consciousness survival, controlled studies on mediums. I read all the near death experience stories, just everything I, I could, or yeah. my, my brain could comprehend yeah yeah actually you know that was one of my questions to you you know you'd said you'd read books on near-death experience quantum physics parallel dimensions and oh yeah these yeah. on mediums and more and i was laughing to myself and i said what war is there <laughs> i know that's all there is <laughs> you know yeah. there's so much stuff there that you did so um oh, yeah so you have a large network i know of mediums that channel eric worldwide mm -hmm. um, so grateful to them yeah and and you know can you talk about how that actually ensued how that all started and you know whether or not you've met any of the mediums now in person which i believe you have oh yes yes talk to us a little bit about that okay uh well you know if you told me 
you know, I'm going to go see a medium. If somebody told me that, I would envision this gypsy hunched over a crystal ball. That's what an ass I was. I didn't know. I didn't laugh at him, but I thought, what? Yeah. And, and um, but uh, Christina, my eldest daughter, was a second year medical student, and she was so busy, she did not have time to grieve. So she did the next be best thing, and I guess she could do this pretty quickly. She created a, a fashion uh, beauty blog for herself to give some levity to her life. And she also created the blog Channeling Eric for me. And at first it was just like, well, she knew that my dad saw him, et cetera. But she, she knew I heal best when I heal others. So she knew that if I had a platform for people to share their loss, their grief, and feel encouraged, loved, and supported, then it would be good for me. And it was. Yeah. So um, I didn't see a medium right away, uh, but what started happening first was Eric started making himself known around us. Uh, he would, uh, he called us on the telephone once and I, I didn't answer it because um, it was, it was campaign season. I thought it was a robocall because we got tons of them. And, and uh, anyway, then the answering machine picked up and he says, Hi, uh, Eric. I mean, hi, Mom. It's me, Eric. It's me. And I flew to the telephone, didn't pick it up in time. Message count zero, 12-digit number. And I called that number, and it was not a working number. So that was, that was pretty cool. Wow. And um, he would turn on blenders that were unplugged uh, and other appliances. Like, we have this downdraft vent in the kitchen that goes up. You push a button, it goes up and sucks up all the smoke. And uh, every time my husband came from the garage to the kitchen, it would slowly go up and then go down. And like, hi, Papa, you know, that sort of thing, like three days in a row. And I thought it was pretty weird because we were remodeling at the time. So the kitchen was absolutely gutted of power. There was no power at all. So the Viking appliance guy, he just did not know what to think. I think he will never be the same again. Um, and then he would, I would be sitting in a chair and he would, a yellow airsoft BB would appear at the ceiling and drop to the floor and bounce. And that happened uh, uh, to my dear friend, Robert Burke, who is a medium who I met later because Eric hounded him to get in contact with me. I took care of uh, Robert uh, in the hospital when he had a small bowel resection and uh, from, from an obstruction and then I took him home and he stayed with us until he recuperated and he would go to the bath to take a shower and again with the yellow airsoft babies. So it wasn't just a, a one-off. And uh, you know, he, he, he just turned on faucets all the way, crazy things like that. So, and then one time I saw him jumping on my bed. I, I was about to lay my head down so I was not asleep. <clears throat> and, um, there was Eric. He was totally solid, but looked almost solid, jumping from one foot of the bed to the other, back and forth like a little kid, you know, like a bunny rabbit. And there was my deceased sister, Denise, who was on the left-hand corner of the bed, looking up and smiling at him like, oh, you're such a fool. That's and amazing. I kept, I kept following him back and forth. And what is going on? No, I'm awake. I pinched myself. And then all of a sudden, he, he looks at me and is startled. And he goes, Mom, you can see me. And he runs into my arms and we hug. It felt really solid, but it didn't last long enough, unfortunately. But you know, even those, these, these things were just so, I mean, how could you explain it? It's gotta be that there's life after death. Doubt would creep in as time passed. And I don't know why it's kind of silly in retrospect, but I think I do know why. I think because I did not want to believe. 
Yeah. Because if I believed and then one day I woke up and found out it was all nonsense, that would be like losing him all over again and forever. And I'm, I'm telling you, I just, Ali, I could not go through that again. Yeah. yeah. I barely made it through the first time. And, um, yeah. So, um, it must have so, been such a difficult time for you and your family when it happened. And, oh, and of course, oh, grief oh. never goes away, really, you no, know, no. Really. and especially no, when I, it's one of your children. So yeah. to have, have this outlet and to have all these mediums that are bringing you so much comfort, it must be so, so comforting. Yeah. And I'll tell you about my, the first, uh, you know, about, uh, the medium, how that started, but real quickly, um, as I was writing every day in the blog, and we had like, a hundred members and stuff. It's not a membership or whatever. Yeah. And, um, subscribers. so, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you don't even have to subscribe. You just go to it. Um, but anyway, he started pranking them too. I mean, I remember the very first one was this young man, uh, Damien who lived in Ireland. Oh, and wow. his girlfriend was in Canada at the time. And Eric just appears before him. It, he, he had never seen a ghost before. Okay. And said, uh, hi, I'm Eric. Hey, dude, I bet I can, you know, tell you how far away your girlfriend is now for me. And he told him X many kilometers or whatever. And yeah, I was pretty right. But Daniel was really startled. And he, Eric, dead dude. Let me look that up. And looked up, uh, found channeling Eric. And that was the guy. And other, just a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, uh, throwing, yeah. uh, throwing the, my books off the bookshelf, like six feet in front of people's feet. Um, you know, just on and on and on. And so they love it. They love getting pranked by, by Eric, except when they hide the car keys. You know, like, they don't like that. <laughs> hey, so anyway. Oh, go ahead. So I was just going to say, even at one stage, I was told by a medium that he was sitting on my couch. So because I often, I, I will always have somebody here to the left of me and I will always have somebody sitting on my couch. <laughs> no, he adores you. And what's not to adore? So anyway, um, somebody in the blog told me about Jamie Butler. So I said, I'll try it. So I was able to get in right away. She charged 50 bucks and I was able to get a, a reading within three days. And I, she only knew my name and my credit card number. And so we started, she said, well, I have your son here. And um, he says he passed away by such and such means. This is the kind of gun he used. He was sitting at his desk at the time he was wearing this particular shirt with blue three-quarter uh, length sleeve and white like a baseball shirt. And, um, and he has a sailor tongue and she was very embarrassed having to repeat the F-bombs, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> that was really hard on her because he showed her graphically what happened to him. And oh, I, you, okay. you don't wanna. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so I started regular sessions and now she's like booked up for years and charges like $650 a, a session. So she's super good. Very, wow. very good. Wow. And then she got too expensive for me. So I started getting others. And uh, anyway, I wanted to broaden the field and give others a chance to, to you know, to experience the success that Jamie uh, has. So. And so she doesn't channel for, for you anymore, for Eric? No, no, I can't. I, I can't afford that. Yeah. At all. And she, I don't think she really wants to channel anymore. I think her, her strength, her forte is um, teaching. She wants to be the, the Martha Stewart of, the, of spirituality, and she's so talented at teaching. So I, I think that's the direction she probably should go in. Yeah, 
yeah, absolutely. And so, um, yeah, just to mention your daughter's YouTube channel there as well, if you want to give it a shout out, because I've watched some of it and it's, it's pretty good as well. And I remember as well watching uh, some clips uh, of you guys coming to Ireland. That was really fun too. Oh, yeah. Oh. That would be such a fun reality TV show. Girls yeah. trip. Mother-daughter yeah. mother dynamic, working through grief going all over to, to look at different cultures, spiritual cultures, trying ayahuasca with a shaman, all that. I think it'd be cool. Did you do but, ayahuasca? No, God, I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm chicken. I don't want it coming out of both sides and both ends anyway. It sounds awful. Um, but, uh, oh God, I'm sorry. Here's what Christina says. Mom, here's a line. No, here's a line. Here's you. I crossed the line a little bit too much. Sorry. It's just... That's where Eric gets his irreverence, baby. Um, Do you want to give her her YouTube channel? Yeah, oh, yeah. ChristinaBrawley.com. K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-B-R-A-L-Y. You have to watch My Husband Does My Makeup. That is the funniest thing. It yeah. is hilarious. I've seen it, guys. It's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. And our Ireland ser series is, I mean, yeah. Ireland. Oh, I love the Ireland one. I just love that. Oh, I love it. It's a series of like six. I can't remember, but. The Irish are so, such awesome people. I think they're like the Texans of, of Europe because they're so friendly and open, like Texans and a lot of other Southerners. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and we had good weather the whole time. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous uh, today, actually. Oh, I'm afraid to go back in case yes. it happened again. <laughs> you have to come in the summer. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. I think my favorite part of that video was when you guys were having a drink on the plane, taking off time to have a little drink now. Oh yeah, yeah. And we put these uh, these facial masks on. Yeah. And we were, we were cutting up and the guy next to us said, um, they didn't give you knives, did they? <laughs> like, like we're crazy women. Absolutely, that's hilarious. Or, or something like that, I can't remember. So um, I wanted to ask you that um, Eric brings through um, through the mediums to you guys and to everybody all over the world, inspirational stories about life after death, about communication with loved ones, about self-love I've even heard you talking about and about God and lots and lots and lots of different topics that he brings through. My yes. question for you is what would you say the two most um, the two subjects that have impacted you the most that he has brought through or, you know, affected you the most, you know, you know, I've heard you having conversations about God. I've heard you having conversations yeah, yeah. about self-love. So what is one thing that maybe, maybe you didn't know before, you know, I know that you've, you've talked to him about energy coming through the trees and things like that. Oh yeah. So I think the most impactful video for me, not topic, the video was our interview with Jesus because a year and a half after that, and remember I was not totally a believer. I was like hanging at 94% and um, a blog member said, Hey, there's voices on that thing. I said, no, it's just Jamie and me. So she gave me the timestamp and I listen and I hear Jesus saying yes. And then I hear Eric and I know my kid's voice. And then I hear Quentin Crisp. Eric says, can we get him to come to breakfast? Like, Jesus, come to breakfast with us. There's IHOP somewhere in heaven or Denny's. And then uh, Quentin Crisp, who was a homosexual, said, I'm down with sausages. So it was really funny. Anyway, still, I had it analyzed by two sound professionals. And they said, categorically, these were not human voices. 
for many reasons, one of which was they did not leave a, a voice signature. So that put me to like 100% belief never to go back. And we've captured um, Eric's voice a lot now. I mean, it's just so many. One is like, I said, I love you, Eric. And he says, love you, mom. Very clearly. Not like, <laughs> like some of those EVPs yeah. that are real staticky. Uh, but I guess the, the topics I think that were most important to me, uh, self-love, uh, vulnerability, how it's not a weakness, how it is so important, how it's really important, and this goes along the same lines as self-love and vulnerability, is to be emotionally honest with yourself and others. And I, he says that we are emotional beings and emotions are energy, like love is energy, love is only energy everything yeah and um that we are supposed to feel first and then let that produce a, a thought and let that create a choice so we're supposed to feel first think second most of us instead think a thought and let that evoke some sort of feeling or emotion and then let that emotion um carve out the choice so we think first feel second. I think that's super important. And also the whole thing about not, uh, there should not be any judgment in the world, not unsolicited anyway. I mean, we, we have no business judging others. Yeah. We can judge ourselves, but if it's in a helpful way, not in a, you know, you're such an idiot, clumsy yeah. idiot. As long as we're going to grow or expand from it, then it's okay. Oh yeah. And another thing that, that reminds me, I learned that there is no right or wrong, better or worse, inferior, superior, there's no right or wrong uh, and no bad or good. Everything is just an experience that, that we can um, garner value out of. Everything has value. <clears throat> Actually, especially uh, the, the negative. There's no really negative or positive. But like my childhood, it was very, I was, uh, we were all, my sisters and I were heavily abused physically and emotionally. But the way I got over that I, was to seek the value in it and and then i found that value the value was i learned how to be um uh, assertive i became more compassionate i learned how to be a good nurturer probably made me a better mother uh probably would have been a shallow selfish bore if that had not happened so so i express gratitude for it thank you thank you for giving me these lessons and that was the way i was able to surrender and let it go that's how you get rid of suffering you find value in it instead of just surviving you you're, you become a thriver not a survivor i love it that's absolutely brilliant yeah absolutely and well, then, it's okay from eric not me yeah but we all go through you know either blessings or lessons in life and 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 we are here to grow and evolve and expand and all of that so it's really important and you know to be able to not keep yourself in that victim mindset to understand that you've grown and learned from it and and you've even seen what your lessons were is a it's a very beautiful thing yes and i have to say guys that uh i uh, uh took part in uh, her self your self-love workshop and your law of attraction workshop and i tell you it really has extremely tangible results i really recommend that first of all i think self-love you're not going to have manifestation you're not going to be able to manifest much of anything except for things you don't want, maybe, if you don't love yourself. That is the foundation. You have to know that you are absolutely perfect and be okay being your authentic self, not sort of modified by other the opinions of others, how they want you to be, etc. And if you have that foundation, then, then gosh, the world is your oyster.
I don't like oysters, but whatever. Yeah, thank you. And I have been saying that actually for the last while on my videos that self-love is like what you just said. It's the foundation, not just for the law of attraction, but for everything in life. Because if we haven't got our own cups filled up, well, we can't do anything for other people. Our energy is off, our vibration is low. We're no good to anybody, not in the same way as if you know, when we stop and we look after ourselves through journaling, meditating, listening to music, having a bath, going for a massage, whatever it might be for you, then our vibrations are raised and we can take care of everybody. We become like Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes. And then we get like the energy, the four roommates, as Eric calls it, the, all those energies in alignment, the physical, the spiritual, the mental and the emotional. Is that the four? Roommates? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All those energies all in line, vibrating at the same frequency, and then magic happens. Yeah. Absolutely. But that makes self-love. So you guys have to take that self-love workshop. It should be require, a requirement for every human being on earth. Thank oh, you. thank you, Elisa. Can you imagine what the yeah. world would be like? Seriously. Yeah. I know. And you know what? I have to say thank you to you because actually quite a few people did come and buy that workshop after you recommended it. So um, Awesome. I still, I still get friend requests from people that heard me on your show. So, so thank you for that as well. Well, hopefully next Tuesday, we'll, the same thing will happen. Oh, I know it will. <laughs> Actually, it already has. It already has. We'll just say it like that. Law of attraction. Yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, one of the people that follows you, her name is Susie Benson. Um, she oh, found me through you and she's actually on my podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. What's, what is she talking about? Uh, she's talking about really people that inspired her and she talks about you and Eric and stuff like Aww. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Amazing connections are made when we collaborate together, when we yeah. create together, you know, um, I was just saying this because only the other day I came across this man through my friend, Tony Doyle, who I'm hosting a workshop in Vegas with in July. Mm. Um, I met this man called Michael and he's actually, um, helping other people to heal themselves. And so I interviewed him for my podcast. And, and while he was on my podcast, he said, oh, I've got an event this Saturday that, oh, but this won't be aired by then. And then I had a light bulb moment, you know, about collaborations and things like that. And I said, look, if you've got Zoom Live, I'll take you on my page and we'll, we'll put it out there. And that's what we did. And it's all about, you know, getting the message out, getting the, you know, helping other people serving people yes. and, 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 and everything for the greater good everything for the greater good when we serve humanity and that's kind of been my thing i think through many lifetimes is uh being a humanitarian i get a lot of joy in fact it kind of uh, sometimes backfires because i love vicariously enjoying the joy of others but it has it earlier on made it hard for me to find what is my own joy so yeah but that self-love workshop helped that a lot Brilliant. i'm so happy to hear that thank you so much you say that eric has taught you so many things such as why we have the human experience the fact that we are eternal beings and that we are also emotional beings who are supposed to feel first and think that's yes. like what you touched upon he also taught you about the importance of vulnerability emotional honesty being your authentic self and living in the now so yeah. you've already touched on them, but do you want to do you want to elaborate a little bit more about that? Well, I can tell you a little bit about what he said with the human experience. Sure. Um, and then I hope I remember this, but I want to talk about the concept of time. But uh, I, I'm old, so I might not remember. You can remind me. Write it down. 
You need to stop saying those things, okay? I've been watching I you know. on Facebook. I, I'm growing wrinkles more every time I say that, probably. Yes, because I don't care. I don't care. I, no. I am is an affirmation, and it's one oh. of affirmations. And if you keep saying, I am old, what's going to happen? I have now been schooled. I need to do that workshop again, probably. All right, so um, let's talk about the human experience. Yeah. Uh, I, he says that uh, everything, I mean, source is all there is right? God is all there is, whatever you want to call it. Love is all there is. So there's nothing else. Um, even evil, quote unquote, is, is love, light, light, it's light, a big, huge energy light, but it's at the darker end, but it still is, is there. So, but God is love, right? But it, he, she, whatever, understands that, um, conceptually speaking right yeah but in order to understand it really you have to get the experiential component so uh for example you're really you can understand hot you know but you can't totally understand it unless you experience cold so you have to have this contrast um so god uh put out these tendrils of souls to have the experience to experience um the polar opposite of all different facets of love like if you want to understand the facet of love called forgiveness maybe you have to have a life that you agree with another soul to be to be betrayed that's one example and um so eric says we are here to remember that we are love and also to remember how to love but so he he has this brownie uh, analogy he's really good at analogies and i really it really helps me um uh, it's like you can open a recipe and look at a picture of a brownie, read the recipe, you kind of understand what a brownie is, right? Yeah. But you have to come to uh, mix the batter, get it all over your hair, whatever, like me. And then um, uh, you put it in a pan, stick it in the oven, um, burn your fingers maybe, right? Human experience isn't always easy. And then you cook it, let it cool down, ice it, take a bite. And that's when you really know what a brownie is. It's like, when you learn organic chemistry, you have to take the class, but also the lab too. So this is the lab for organic chemistry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And what did you want to tell us about time? Well, first of all, one more thing about, something going to have to run me again, um, <laughs> about the human experiences. Sometimes we just get so caught up in it, but we have to remember sometimes when we're at our lowest to pick ourselves up, hover over this chessboard. I mean, instead of being, Understand that we're not the pawns being pushed around by the free will of others or our own or circumstances. We are really the chess player moving those pawns and putting our own around. And so just shifting that perspective and understanding from a spiritual level that we are eternal beings. What's the worst that can happen to us, man? Okay, so we're broke. I mean, you know, there, we will find a way and, um, you know, uh, and, and we'll get over it. So, but time, uh, this was always a little confusing to me and, and a lot of other people. There is really no linear time. That's so when right. you're out in outer space, there's the sun. It's always the same, you know, it's always there. When you're here, you have the sun set and sunrise. It indicates a, a linear um, aspect to time. And, and linear time doesn't exist. It's just a human construct that we, we need to have an effective uh, human experience. I mean, we have to have consequences. I mean, uh, yeah, we have to have choice and consequences uh, before and after, you know, 
things like that. And, uh, and you know, we are born and we die. So we are, have this linear thing. We have linear days, breakfast, work, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, we have to have it. But everything is really happening right now. All your past, present, future lives. Like he describes it as, uh, well, in two ways. One is that each life is like a book stacked on each other. Our consciousness is just happens to be uh, focused on that one life, but the other still exists at the same time. Yeah. And he also uses the wagon wheel analogy. So you've got this big wagon wheel and at the hub is your higher self. And all these spokes are your, all the lives that are happening all at once. Now the, the, um, uh, the wheel uh, starts to roll in the mud. It leaves a track and that's the linear timeline. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, I love it. And of course, he, humans made up the concept of time, and and we did it. So, like what you said, so we have a before and an after, and and set things together. All the facts. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah, all we do have is now, and it's so important to live in the now as well as as we teach. You know, for for mindset, for for your physical health, for enjoying the journey of this fantastic life isn't it you know so um it's a really important thing well that's always been really difficult for me though i, I have to confess living in the now um i'm kind of always a little bit out of my body it's really hard for me to be in the now and that takes practice you know it really does take breathing exercises when you when you concentrate on your breathing you are definitely in the now at that moment so uh, but when you're when you're not in the now you're you're apprehensive about the future or you can be excited about it or you're you're um disappointed by the past i mean it's not really a good place to be exactly and, and you know i love that there's you know pictures on on the internet where it's you know they've got a, a rear view mirror in, in a car and they're saying don't look that way you're not going back <laughs> you know that's right that's right you're not going backwards so no. um, I know you have your own radio show, which we've already talked about, I think a little bit, but not much, but which I was honored to be a guest on um, and will be on again on the 6th of June, I think it is. Yes, yes. Do you want to tell the listeners where they can tune into that radio station? Well, if they go to my blog, uh, channelingeric.com, and Eric is spelled with a K, then on the, uh, the right-hand sidebar, you'll, you'll, you can click on the little button that says the radio. There's a call-in number, and I just don't have it memorized, but, um, and, and a website and all that. And we talk about something for like 30 minutes, and Allie will talk about how to make money. It's going to be fun. And then uh, Eric answers calls from listeners, and some of them are so impactful and so, wow, uh, so yeah. profound and poignant. I mean, there's some, with some advice he's given, he's actually saved lives, and he helped somebody get pregnant. That doesn't sound right, but, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, just a bunch of, that have been trying, and miscarriage, miscarriage. So there's all sorts of beautiful stories from these courageous, but anonymous, uh callers that yeah. we all learn from the questions they ask and the answers they receive that's beautiful that's beautiful so i think you have sent me that information and i can get paul to take that information for the radio show and put it on the youtube video yes okay so um i know that you're also putting together a tv show we're trying to aren't you we try oh boy it's difficult you know it's 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 really a crapshoot so to speak uh, it's the working title is paranormal um, intervention and my aim is you know you don't make money from this okay that's not ever been my aim but to bring spirituality to the masses to the mainstream and pa the paranormal okay 
So yeah. basically it's like um, we get a family that is dysfunctional in some way. Maybe they have one wayward teen. Maybe they have somebody with a terrible disease or one with a phobia. Or, you know, it could be anything, financial, legal, um, medical, emotional, mental um, problems. And one of the mediums, and we have like, we're going to have like four rotating, will channel Eric to help to design a team of healers uh, or other spiritual um intervention um but anyway so then they the the team does their magic works with the family and then uh in you know in the next segment we interview the family and and the team to see if any tweaking needs to be done we talk to eric we need to add this that the other thing and then they do that and then we have the final, which shows, which they summarize, everybody summarizes their experience. But also, there's going to be some paranormal activity as well. Uh, because first of all, Eric's going to do something to the set crew, to the family. He's going to uh, appear before them. He'll do something crazy. But also, um, we're going to take dowsing rods and, and, and check for portals in the home, you know, and, and yeah. clean or in the backyard, front yard. And we're going to... Uh, have them learn to use dowsing rods and pendulums to talk to Eric or their deceased loved ones or their spirit guides. We're going to have them film orbs um, and have Eric do things like turn pink or sit in my hand or different things like that, or use the e-board, which is kind of like a Ouija board to ask Eric questions and th just things like that. That's just yeah. some of the examples. But one of the healers, Tammy DeMersa, um, apparently can shape shift. So she, she could turn, her face looks like a, a young 13-year-old uh, girl, or it can turn into like a very attractive 90-year-old woman, so, or things like that. That's going to be kind of cool. Oh, wow. So how far along are you in the procedure of getting it going? Uh, well, we, I've got the treatment. We've got a producer that's, you know, pit, pitching it to people. But again, the percentage, Eric says we got a 45% chance. So it's not over 50% chance. But if we don't do that, we'll just find another way to, you know, it just might be a slower road to get this yeah. out to the mainstream. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. It would be brilliant. I'd love to see that. But everybody use law of attraction that Ali O'Shea has taught us. 17 seconds of thinking, yes, it's already happening, smell, feel the senses, use all your senses to experience a moment uh, and all that. So yeah. yeah, you can put it out there. You can, you can write about it. You can ask the universe. Right. So writing in red pen is the best. Don't ask why it just is. It's more. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh. So write, write it down to the universe. Dear universe, thank you so much for sending us this amazing producer who has agreed to take on our show. Everybody do it, please, <laughs> right now. So yeah, I mean, we can't manifest for anybody else, but we can as a collective put that intention out there that oh, it's yeah. going to be possible. Exactly. Well, it's not for me, it, it is for all of everybody else because how wonderful it would be to be yeah. in a world where everybody understands and appreciates spirituality and understands that there are so many ways to heal um besides just western medicine for example oh yeah absolutely absolutely without a shadow of a doubt so um are you going to write a book one of these days as well oh no i've written well wrote three parenting books and two books since eric died um and uh, one is uh, my son and the afterlife 
conversations from the other side. And that kind of outlines my uh, journey from skeptic to believer. And Eric talks a lot about things like God and love and all that stuff, the human experience. And then the other is uh, Eric's book that I just channeled. Uh, oh, wow. Jamie. And it's called My Life After Death, A Memoir from Heaven. That is a really good, it is a page turner. You will cry, you will laugh, you will... <gasps> And by the time you're finished, you know exactly what death is like, crossing over is like, what heaven's like, what spirits do all day. There's no day. I mean, you know, you know what the bark on the trees there are like and what the colors, what the sounds, everything. So it's really, what's I mean, if you look at You know, what? That's, that, that's so funny that you say that because this morning I did a live and somebody actually told me that they had a near-death experience and that they were really scared. And I did tell them not to be scared. There was no need to be. And, you know, they yeah. obviously hadn't completed their life's purpose. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here still. Yeah. But I could have referred her on to that book. What's yeah, it's book? really, it's, it, it helped to heal me so much. And a lot of people say it, it has helped to heal them. They don't have fear of death and all that. So it's called My Life After Death a memoir from heaven. And I see the Amazon reviews. This one person said, this is not only the best book I've read in this genre. It is the best book I've read. I'm not bragging because I didn't, I just typed it. Yeah. yeah I just transcribed. So. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's absolutely like fascinating. And especially that I had like somebody say that to me on my live this morning as well. There are no coincidences in this life. There we go. Synchronicity. So, um, but listen, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. And Likewise. I'm so happy to have you here. You are my final guest for series two of my podcast. So thank you so, so much for your time. I know you're a very busy lady and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I know you are too. And I can't wait to talk to you on the show Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you so much for inviting me. So thanks Thank. so much and uh, have a lovely, lovely day. Um, and weekend, of course, and love to all the family. And before we go, would you just want to give your YouTube channel, which I almost forgot, uh, oh, yeah. the rest of that, so that people uh, can find you? Is, well, just go to YouTube and try, uh, um, uh, just type in Channeling Eric. Channeling Eric. And, uh, and you'll find it. I think it's youtube.com forward slash Channeling Eric 2121. I, I, I'm not really sure, but it, you, you can find it. There's all sorts of interviews with notable figures like Buddha. And, you know, we just did one on Chris Kyle, the American sniper. And, oh, my God, there's so many EVPs. My next door neighbor, I call him Mr. W because I don't want to give his name. Um, I asked, um, let's see, he was supposed to be at the shooting range that day with Chris. Um. Mr. W was and something came up he couldn't go and so uh, the medium says Chris says that he was exactly where he is supposed to be and I think he said something like um he was he was and then um he, he also said uh well, I also asked have you given him any signs have you made yourself known to Mr. W and um the medium said something like yes he did that, that the other thing and then you hear Chris saying I did that <laughs> So in his voice, because uh, uh, Mr. W's uh, wife listened and said, yeah, that's, that's his voice. That's so. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's oh, cool. Well, once again, thank you so, so much for being here. I appreciate your time and have a lovely weekend, Elisa. Medley. Thank you for having me. And if you need this recording, just let me know. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And Bye. to the listeners, thank you for watching. Bye. Thank you, guys. <laughs>